All right, so today you might as well say we're kicking it old school. We're talking about the Carter family. So in addition to people like Big Bill Brunzi, who started off in country but went over into blues, you know, the Carter family really were there in the early days of popular recorded music. They were really one of the very first musical families, if not the first one. And the Carters, you might say, are traditional American folk music. And they recorded, you know, between 1927 and 1956. Although, of course, you know, you have a lot of the uh, Carter family that are still around. And they merged with the whole Johnny Cash uh, thing to sort of create a an extended musical family empire of sorts. And uh, I'm going to go over, you know, some fun little facts. So, Wabash Cannonball was the only song Carter family never recorded. Just kidding, you can hear it. It's uh, one of their most famous recordings. And um, really, it's uh, a testament to popular music that it's one of those songs that's really stood the test of time. You can hear it all over the place. And uh, unlike many earlier music artists, the Carter family rarely play their own instruments. Just kidding again. They always play their own instruments as they were one of the earliest, most prominent musical families in recorded music, as already stated. And uh, that's really probably why they were successful, because there's always an element of quirkiness to a musical family that's where, where they all play the instruments. And, you know, there's an element of novelty to that. And it's instantly sort of a likable thing, I think, for a lot of audiences. And, it, of course, it can be misleading. Like, if you look at the Jackson family, they were not really the ideal scenario. I, I don't think there are too many kind words said about Michael Jackson's father. But who knows? Maybe the uh, Carter family was substantially different. And they weren't, you know, as controversial internally as some of these other ones. So uh, for another fun fact, Johnny Guitar Watson played rhythm guitar and tin whistle on the group's recordings, but he was never featured in any of their performances live. Actually, no. Uh, he really had nothing to do with <laughs> the Carter family. I just wanted to mention him randomly. But Johnny Guitar Watson was also an innovative musician in his own right, almost being the proto-Jimi Hendrix. So yeah, annoyingly, I threw in some extra musical trivia for you because I don't really know that much about the Carter family. So I'm kind of leading you astray because I find it funny and cute. And uh, here's another fun fact. The Carter family member Melvina Reynolds used the banjo and guitar exclusively during her career until she died in 1974. Just kidding again, being really obnoxious here. Malvina Reynolds was actually a singer-songwriter known for her song Little Boxes, which is humorously about conformity in housing and how it represents conformity in social life. The effectiveness of her satire, satire, satire was attested to by a university professor who said in 1964, 
I've been lecturing my classes about middle class conformity for a while, you know, for a whole semester. Here's a song that says it all in one and a half minutes. So also I was misleading you there too, because Malvina lived from August 23rd, 1900 to March 17th, 1978. So I'm Dropping in a bunch of random trivia here, just, just to be cute. The Carter family itself have been credited with creating the country music sound of the late 1920s and early 1930s, and as such are known as the founding family of country music, or one of the founding families, you might say. So that's that's more accurately what you can say about them. Interestingly, now this is this is more factual information, not BSing around here. The Carter family had a substantial relationship with Leslie Riddle, who was a black musician who helped them gather together their songs. You know, he helped, um, I suppose you could say, transpose them from the folksy origins. And you might have you know, because some a, a lot of folk music, they have hard-to-trace origins or, you know, you have, might have a difficult time pinpointing exactly what the melody is or, or things like that. He kind of helped them organize those details and, you know, really helped the Carter family um, get their stuff together. Riddle also influenced Maybell, Maybell Carter to sometimes adopt a blues finger-picking technique. Maybell Carter is known for developing the Carter family picking technique on guitar, where the melody is played on the bass strings, and uh, the rhythm strumming continues on the higher register. So even if you listen to the Carter family and don't think they are you know, maniacs and they're playing with, um, you know, innovation. It's it's still worthwhile noting that they were innovative in their own right, musically, in addition to, you know, just being one of the first musical families. So you can probably hear Carter family picking today, although I'm sure not everybody would recognize that's what it's supposed to be called or what it traditionally is called, but you know, I'm sure you can find it in plenty of songs. So who are the Carter family? There was A.P. Carter, Ezra Carter, Sarah Carter, Maybelle Carter, and you also had Helen Carter, Anita Carter, June Carter Cash, uh, Jeanette Carter, Joe Carter, Dale Jett Carter, and John Carter Cash. So yeah, that's quite a lineup. And uh, this is according to Wikipedia here. I'm, I'm getting lazy. I'm just reading from there. It says in 2017, the Carter family story was told in the award-winning documentary series American Epic. The film featured unseen film footage of the Carter family performing and being interviewed and radically improved restorations of their 1920s recordings. And director Bernard McMahon commented that, quote, we first came to the Carters through their records. But one of their one of the other things that struck us about 
them is that they were involved in both of the main waves of America hearing itself for the first time. They made their first impact in the early wave of rural recordings. And then the next stage was the arrival of radio. And in the late 1930s, they went to Texas and were on XERA, a border station based in Mexico, that could be heard all over the central and western United States. So yeah, highly influential. Again, they are said to have basically created country music. And um, if you're at all going to head down to a, you know, a country music rabbit hole, then obviously you should include the Carter family in your listening and your playlist. And uh, that's about all I need to say about them. Um, maybe I'll eventually talk about some of their album compilations or something like that. But for now, um, yeah, have a good day.